Welcome to another episode of the Ninja Tune Podcast. This time I'm joined by Jesse Boykins III, who's going to be having a chat with me about his new record, Zulu Guru, which was made alongside Mellow X. And then, as usual, we've picked out a few of our favourite things coming out on the Ninja Tune staple of labels. She's in search of her ways, gotta find a way, a way to get away, away. She's in search of her ways, gotta find a way, a way to get away. Away, don't stay, don't stay. She gotta find a way, away. I'm not afraid to tell you, I'm too brave to lie. Baby, you're your answer, no need to ask why. Cultured by design Intuition is your stage There's so much to learn from you I feel it every day On your way to find your way She's in search of her ways Gotta find a way A way to get away Away She's in search of her ways Gotta find a way A way to get away don't stay, don't stay now. Gotta find a way, yeah. yeah. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Ninja Tune podcast. I'm delighted to have sat opposite me, Jesse Boykins III, who's here to talk about his new record in collaboration with Mellow X, which is called Zulu Guru. First of all, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself a little bit. Who is Jesse? I'm 27 years old, and this is actually my third release. I had two releases in 2008, um, both self-produced by myself. Uh, first one was called Dopamine, and the second one was called The Beauty Created. Uh, before that, I was actually attending New School University for Jazz, um, where I studied under Bilal, who I also went to New School, but you know, he's known you know, for putting out a couple of records himself, signed to Interscope, and working with Robert, Robert Glasper. Um, so yeah, I went to school with like you know Robert Glasper and Casey Benjamin, and you know, I was surrounded by all these great musicians coming up in New York, and um, that's pretty much what I initially wanted to do moving to New York, is experience that. I didn't really care too much about the school aspect of it. I just wanted to be in a creative space with creative people, you know, who talked about life in different ways than, than I heard from living in Miami, um, which is a little different from New York City. Like at that age when you got yourself in there, was that 
were you already sure that music was what you were going to do or was it maybe another art form you were going to go into at that point? When I was auditioning for it, I didn't think that I was going to make it, but I always wanted to be in music. You know, I, I, I always envisioned myself being a performer. I would sit down and I would imagine myself in a music video, you know, to a song that I wrote. Like, I wasn't even writing songs yet, you know what I mean? So, like, I always put myself in that mind frame where it was like, that was it. It wasn't really anything else to think about. Um, I played sports as well. I ran track and I played football, but that was more so like the discipline obedience thing and, you know, being able to cooperate and, and, and work with people in a lot of different settings, basically. You know, sports is there's a lot of a lot of emotions going on and a lot of ego and a lot of a lot of things that, you know, you learn to deal with in life as well. So I really appreciate that aspect of being athletic and playing sports, but for the most part I knew I was gonna do music. I I, I didn't think about anything else really, so you know, I just didn't know how I was going to get there. In my mind, I was like, you know, I'm just going to get a record deal. But then, you know, speaking with my mentor at the time, Miss Hunt, Miss Janita Hunt, she uh, she kept telling me to go to college. She's like, you got to go to college. Like, you're not a real musician if you don't graduate with a degree. And I, I wanted to be a musician. I wanted to, to make her proud and make my mom proud. So I was like, all right, I'll go to school first. No, you don't really have to go to school for music, but I'm glad I went because I learned. I learned about a lot of other things I wouldn't have learned about if I didn't go to school, you know, like Buddhism and Zen and all these things that I was reading and these classes I was taking, you know, poetry and being exposed to all these authors and poets and artists. I would have never probably known about if I just learned how to deal. And, you know, my arts development would have been very different. <laughs> you man, don't be treating you right. You want to be with me every night. Yeah, we connect, so why are we fighting? If it's not with you, got to be with you, with you Please tell me I was better for you, better for you So by the sound of things, you know, learning about Buddhism, studying music at college, so you've kind of got a, a wider experience of how you make it, plus playing football, it seems like you're pretty well set up to end up making a collaborative record. <laughs> so I guess it came quite naturally for you. Yeah. Is that the case? Yeah, I've always tried to be a team player. I always wanted to be in a boy band when I was young. And- you know, if I had a solo, I'd be like, yo, you can get the second act of the solo so we can shine together. Like, that's always been, like, the way I move. I don't know why. You know, I, I really appreciate it, though, because I've built, like, a lot of cool bonds and cool friendships through being like that. And, um, you know, lifelong friendships, too, which is great. And um, so, yeah, it wasn't. it's definitely not hard to collaborate for me. Like, I don't have a big ego. You know, I'm not... Like, I'm passionate, and I, and I want to be respected for what I do and knowledge for, you know the way that I work on my craft and try to better myself but I'm not running around here saying I'm the best because I'm not the best of myself because I always want to be better so I don't really have a big ego so I always want to collaborate and I learn so much you know, from working with somebody else who does something they love period so not just in music and art and anything like photography I don't care what it is like I always want to be with somebody who's creative and see how they how they look at the world so it's always cool to collaborate with somebody in music and me and Melo like we both Jamaican you know, we're both like pretty had similar upbringings. You know what I mean? Like single mom home, the oldest taking care of the younger brothers and sisters. So it's cool. Ooh. 
Also, like, did you did you have an idea of how a full album would sound together? Because there's a lot of a lot of different sounds in there, but it works together as an album. So, yeah, did you set out to do that? Did you work on a track and it sort of unraveled? What happened there? When I was like 22, um, I was recording actually this, or one of the songs on the album, um, "Strange Recreation," which is a little different from a lot of songs on the record. Cause I had like this phase where I was doing like 16-bit records with this band called Big Mono, and we would, we would get high, and we would be, we would write these crazy songs together. And one of the songs was Stranger Creations, um, and uh, in the intro, my first take, I said something in Pato, I was like, "Man, original Zulu Guru from Jamaica, you know," and that's the first line that I said. And then they looked at me after I said it. They were like, "What's a Zulu Guru?" And I was like, "I have no idea, but it sounded cool." And that was like when I was 22, I'm 27 now. So I had no idea what it was and you know, it never came up again until like recently, I started doing a lot of research on you know, African culture and Asian culture. And, uh, it just came back up again, like reading about the Zulu nation and South Africa and you know, the things they had to go through and how prideful of the people they are. And I'm like, I'm prideful, you know what I mean? Like, I care about tradition. Like I want, I, I want people to, to, to know who I am and, and, and know what I represent. So that's that's meta, you know meta, that's like me thinking like in a sense where I'm I am that you know and then and then the guru thing is like Hinduism and, and and being conscious and aware and being a teacher a spiritual teacher and I'm like I'm spiritual I think my music's pretty spiritual you know I think it's you know I think that I teach through my music and I I, I, I try to do that in my writing so I was like that's me I'm a Zulu guru or I'm aspiring to be one. And then, you know, Melo's is exactly the same. You know, he he's made so much music before this, you know, and, and he's, he's, he's always tried to be educational in his life lesson teachings. You know, like, if he acknowledges his mistakes in his music, and I do the same in mine, and we check our egos in our music, and we have big egos in our music. So it's like the natural balance, you know, between me and him, and him being an MC and growing up in Brooklyn and being Jamaican, and me being a singer and growing up in Miami and being Jamaican. It's like two cakes that are the same with different icing. You know what I mean? 
Mr. Gaga. Uh, I'm new here, dude with a smooth beard and cool hair Came to say that you should lose fear A BK boy, on a mission to get you So them other dudes that left you were just decoys Thought I was the same when you saw me coming A dog, a lame, I'm so far from it This goes out to the UK, bruv Gotta get more of that UK love I'm new here Haven't seen this place before I'd hold on to what you say Cause I've been lost before it's hard for me to find my way The doctor's blind and frightened me Your hands steady are guiding me We'll find the bright in me I'm not like the last So far from the past Talking a little bit about uh, the title of Zulu Guru, and also sort of talking about how there are concepts behind your music. Um, Zulu Guru, to me, is quite a succinct expression of what world soul is, as I've seen you describe it. Would you agree with that? Can you sort of explain what the concept of world soul is? Yeah, Zulu Guru is a world soul album. Um, I like to think of my music as world soul because. A lot of times I get put in the neo soul bracket or, you know, because I'm black, I, I make black music and I make human music for the world. I'm not like that in life and I'm not like that in my music. So I always say that I make soul music because it's from my heart and it's passion and it's, it's real, you know, and, and, it, and it feels good. But I make world soul music, meaning like what I take in is the world. Me as a human being, I live life day to day and I'm exposed to my world. I'm exposed to a lot of different worlds, you know? And that music all influences me. And that's what I that's what I find world soul is. It's like when you listen to something and it's like, I don't even care what it is. It feels great. Who cares? You know what I mean? And that's that's the kind of music I wanna make. And it's I don't even care what it is. I just learn something. Or this this reminds me of my ex girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like I, I like that's what world soul to me is. It's more so like a like the ultimate feeling like it don't matter what genre it doesn't matter what race the artist is i emphasize on that you know what i mean like it's just good music who cares like if it make you feel good and it helps you live better then that's well so who you know do it like I do Spit it how you live it It's a really survival At 10 years old You were gripping the Bible At 10 years old I was gripping the mic dude This is my religion So you niggas is liable To catch the Holy Spirit When I'm spitting revivals I'm a lover Not a street fighter Like Ryu Put voodoo on a track Like he's by you Then sneak by you Fuck a metaphor I will kill you with haikus When the game I hide and go See where my eyes glue Third eye open I will find you Then deep fry you French fry nigga You should be embarrassed Ladies always tell me That I should be in Paris Go to the club In a horse and a carriage Leave out that bitch With a stack of the cabbage Money the moolah, cheddar the pesos I need agua, lyrics of fuego Your lyrics are bagel with no whipped cream Cash rules, everything are so it seems Flow so tight, I can sew up seams Spit all night, even floating dreams Run a train on a track and I won't do steam Keep your brain on the stacks and you won't do scream Said that twice, I'm that nice It's a gamble with your life like a roll of dice Because the preciseness when I write this Leaves you indecisive on who's a nicest It's the God Huh? Ain't none hotter Black. Also, you mentioned a bit about how uh, the difference between 
sort of Miami and then making records in Brooklyn. Does geography play a role in the music that you make? By the sound of things, it does. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting you brought that up because um, when I was in the Red Bull Music Academy last year in Madrid, Rizzo spoke and he was talking about traveling and that's one of my things it's like I like to travel I like to be out of my element a lot I like to be in different places and you know explore all this right whatever so Rizzo was speaking on traveling and he was saying how you know it's dope to make music in different places and I raised my hand and I asked him I was like told him why why do you feel you know why do you feel that that's important as an artist to to be able to to create in a different environment you know because you know, because I thought that and I feel that way. And he was like, because in different environments, you're in a different frequency, like you're in a different place. So like mentally, you know, you're like you're different naturally, you know, and he he was expressing it on a, on a spiritual level. You know what I mean? And I was like, I feel that, bro. Yeah, Rissa, you like, do like, because that's exactly how I feel, you know, and I, when I record in a different place, I always say that, yo, I recorded this song here. It doesn't matter who at when who you if you like the song or not. That's the first thing I'm telling you. I did this song in such and such, you know, because I'm like it's different from how I would write, you know. Like I did some songs in Amsterdam and they sound completely different from a song that I did in Madrid, and that song sounds completely different from the song that I did in Berlin, you know. And it's cool to be able to say that, you know. In my next whole record, most of the writing and the recording I did in an attic in the Bay, you know what I mean. So like. It's, it's cool to be able to say have this that added to the story you know of the song and it means it makes a song mean a lot a lot more like if i wake up every day and do and do a song in my room every day it's gonna feel like my room so i'm gonna be like okay i'm just doing another song cool but if i'm like damn i'm in madrid right now i gotta make sure this song is hot you know what i mean like this is this is it i, I fly out in two days like you got 22 hours what's up you know like that's 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 a that's a different feeling that's the one feeling that's not really that it's not common, you know, and those new feelings uh, make you apply yourself a lot more, you know. Stop fighting for you. I can't call this love in. I can't stop breathing for you. Come close, help me defend. The sky, oh how it dips slow. The air I cannot speak for. The nervousness of nerves, yeah. How dare my conscience show care? Our primal is desire. Such minds could bring us further. Higher, primal is this fire. Such minds could bring us further. With this record finished, you know, do you let this one live for a while, go through the process of getting it out there and sort of letting it happen, or is it right, boom, next thing? I haven't released a record or an album since 2008, it's 2012. And I released an EP that I just sampled some Gold Panda tracks and chopped them up and slowed them down and recorded vocal along with some songs called Wave of Wayfair in uh, summer 2011. And that was like my little, hey, I'm about to come back. I'm a firm believer of letting an album live, you know, and I'm definitely a firm believer of, um, of putting out music as well, though. And I find that since this is a more so a collective thing, it's not really my solo project, so I don't really feel any pressure about letting it live. I feel like it's going to do that on its own because so many people are involved with it, and I don't really 
I don't really, I'm not worried about that aspect of it. Like, I'm gonna continue to promote music that I make, regardless, I don't care what year it comes out. I don't, I don't necessarily care, unless I'm getting this album put out in stores around the world like I am, which makes it super important. So I'm gonna push it, you know? But I definitely already have music done and ready to be put out. Just all about timing. So I'm just gonna be so ever elusive on that question and say, I have music prepared if it needs be, but I will push it to do because it's a project that I put out that's pretty cool. <laughs> so as we always do with each of our guests, we've um, asked you to come up with five tracks that have influenced you or I guess informed the artist that you are today. Uh, the first song that you've selected is Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Can you explain a little bit about why you've picked that? Like that, that song is so universal and that song is so powerful and it's like it's the simplest song ever but it holds so much and it, 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 it brings so much smile to the world and it has and it's going to continue to you know what I mean it's, it's just one of those songs you know you just, you just have a song that you can play anywhere it doesn't matter who or what country you in or it doesn't, doesn't matter none of that that stuff matters you know you play that song and everybody's like oh like you know what I mean everybody's dancing and stuff we're feeling the vibes which is which is powerful you know and I always try to make powerful music like that you know I always look at look to those guys or a guy like Bob Marley as like one of those men who stood for so much in culture you know and actually acknowledge that power through his music and that's one of those songs don't worry about a thing Little Birds by Bob Marley. So the second selection that, uh, that you've made is Visions by Stevie Wonder. Do you want to explain why that one couldn't be left out for you? Stevie Wonder is another another great songwriter that has influenced me so much, like and taught me so much. You know, Visions. Um, my best friend uh, Jared Wu, who designs all my stuff, he's a really really big fan of music, um, and he actually exposed me to a lot a lot of different kind of music. Dad was Philip Wu, is Philip Wu, who used to be in the band Frank Beverly in the Maze, and so he, you know, he's going to tour with him, and he actually met a lot of these musicians coming up in the 70s and the 80s, or you know, in the 80s when he was born, he was like a tour boy, so he's exposed to all this music, and he would put me on. And our freshman year, we went to new school, we were working this lounge in the in the like lobby of our um, dorm room that we lived in, and, and he would have visions on repeat, vision on repeat, vision on repeat, vision on repeat, and he would work doing in the moment and I would be in there writing out lead sheets and like memorizing words to jazz songs and stuff but we would have visions going in the background you know what I mean and every time every time I listen to visions it was, I just had I was like yo I gotta do this you know, I, you know it was one of those songs where it was like 
That's it, Jesse. It's just music and nothing else. You know. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah, you couldn't fail to pick that one, really. So yeah, let's hear a bit of it now. This is Visions by Stevie Wonder. People hand in hand. Have I lived to see the milk in honey land? Where hates a dream and love forever stands? Or is this a vision in my mind? third choice is one that I didn't actually know before. This is uh, Eric Roberson with Deaf Ears. Do you want to tell us a bit about this? Eric Roberson is one of my favourite songwriters. Um, he had a lot to do with the, the neo-soul scene coming up in the years. He's written for artists like Jill Scott and Doyle and all the songs that everybody loves. Music Soul Child, like he, he's written them. And his music's just as good, if not better, than the music he's written for other artists. And, and he's like one of my one of my, my mentors, you know, I, I look up to him because uh, he's done a lot for independent music and he's like one of the first artists who was independent, you know, coming up in the 90s and all the way through the 2000s and continue to be successful in his music and release music under his own label and all these things that, I, I, you know, I want to do and stuff, so. And listening to Deaf Ears, it's like one of the most powerful songs, you know, it's, it, it's so many levels of emotions that a lot of men can't express much less through song and much less where the man and the woman can understand it you know the masculine and the feminine and i try to write like that in my music i try to make it so men and women like the music you know what i mean not just women and their boyfriends like oh i gotta turn it off you know and not just men who go yeah this is hot and the girlfriend's like yo can we listen to something a little softer like i try to make it both you know and he's really good at that and deaf ears is a perfect example of that so yeah it's about time we heard some i think this is deaf ears by eric Robertson. God, I don't know where to begin I'm so lost, I can't even pretend Like the girl that I see right in front of me Don't have control She's like a friend to my heart Key to my future, lover of soul Crazy thing, I didn't even know her name And where she came from But she passed me this passion Pushed back my action like we couldn't deal Said something by timing Passed out of lining But I need her still Left my heart with lovely strangers One way street headed for danger Closed my eyes but still can't fade her She's been there for years Messing with lesser, even though I do no better. better. I spend my nights writing love letters, landing on the fish. So I ask, so I ask. Can, she be? can she be? 
was Eric Robeson with Deaf Ears. Your fourth choice, I guess everyone has a favourite song by Michael Jackson. Yours is definitely the right one in my opinion. This is my favourite MJ song as well. Can you explain why you had to put Don't Stop Till You Get Enough in there? That was the first Michael Jackson song I ever heard. And I had it on a tape and I had a karaoke machine and all I would listen to was the song. And I would dub myself singing it with Michael stop his and play mine and see if it was good enough to if you know if i could play it for mike what he would think about it and that's what i would do i was playing and sing it with him and then i would stop it and like listen back to it like mike liked this if i played it for him right now nah do it again and i would do it again and my mom would be like what are you doing in there like you've been playing the same song for like three days i'm like i'm trying to lay down this good r&b track leave me alone like i was so serious in my room with my karaoke machine and that song you know that song had me that song helped me get there yo. i love that song Final choice, arguably slightly more controversial than those that have gone before. Uh, this is by Phil Collins. Can you try and give us a sense why you pick a Phil Collins song? Oh man, I love that song, yo. Man, I love Phil Collins, man. Phil Collins, if you're listening, dog, I really appreciate your approach. That's what I appreciate. I appreciate your songwriting and I appreciate your rhythmical flavor, brother. I'm with it, man. He made songs that are really, really deep and like emotional. Catch it. It's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard to do. There's not a lot of artists I could do. Phil Collins is one of those dudes, man. He, so many messages in the song. And he's like, oh, it's just catchy. Like, ah. Phil Collins had that, man. And he had that 80 sound, man. I can't. I had that sound. I like it, man. It was cool, man. It was like music from the 80s is my favorite. He did a lot for, for music in the 80s, you know. A lot of artists like him, I, I listen to a lot. Like, Oates and we were great songwriters and, and told stories and made catching at the same time. Okay, it's about time we heard some. This is You Will Be In My Heart by Phil Collins. Come stop your crying, it will be alright. Just take my hand, hold it tight. I will protect you from all around me. I will be here, don't you Keep you safe and warm This bond between us 
That was Phil Collins with You'll Be In My Heart. Um, before you go, there's another thing that I'd like to ask you about. The album, you talk a lot about Schwarza. It sort of comes up in several points. There's a song called it. What is Schwarza? So you the origin, the origin of Schwarza. <laughs> It's not even as, it, it makes it takes away from the word so much when I tell this story, but I mean it's come a long way. Uh, <laughs> the word itself. The first time we said it, woo made it up, and we were in Berlin like tw- recent 2011 January, and I was playing at Bread and Butter Berlin, and it's my first our first time in Berlin, and we were like we in Berlin, like, yeah, this we, you know what I mean? We we important, you know what I mean? And <laughs> and uh. He went and got like it was a trade show, so he went and got all these free clothes and shoes. And I was asleep, and it was early in the morning, and I had too many interviews to do it later on. And he and he came back with all these bags, and he's like, "Schwaza, Schwaza, look at my shoes, Schwaza, look at this coat I just got, Schwaza." And I was like, "What does Schwaza mean?" And he was like, "That's swag in German." And so me and Josh from Street Etiquette, my bro, we walking around the trade show saying, "Schwaza, man, your shoes are Schwaza." Man, that, that book bag is Schwaza. And they're like, what is that? that the, what? And we're like, that's swag in German. Like, and they're like, no, it's not. That word doesn't exist in German, actually. And I was like, all right, cool. But we kept saying Schwaza. We went back to New York. Schwaza. Schwaza. And then, and then one day I was like, man, we got to figure out what it means. Like, we got to come up with a, like a definition. Like, you know, for real. Like, let's talk. And we had to talk about it. You know? And then one of my boys, Kenji... He actually went on Urban Dictionary and he, he put the definition up. He was like, anything that acknowledges an amazing moment in time, you know? And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's not just about material things. It's about acknowledging being present, you know what I mean? And just appreciating life. And I was like, yeah, that's what it's about. So when we said Schwaza, we started saying it different. We used to be like Schwaza, Schwaza. Now we're like, yeah, that's Schwaza. And a lot of people don't know how to appreciate a lot of things and like, acknowledge it. You know, like in, in Rasta, he was like, I Man, same way, like just, just appreciating and acknowledging the moment. So that's how we came up with Schwaza and I, my whole crew, Romantic Movement. That's all we say. Everything Schwaza, and we try to live a Schwaza life. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're gonna have to end there. Thanks so much for coming and joining us. It's been really, really good fun to meet you and to hear about uh, the making of your new record, Sulu Guru. Yeah, it's been really fun meeting you. Thanks a lot. As a child, I experienced pain. Watch my mother grind through the drains Found counsel in my counterparts Felt the fury beating in my heart But it was written in these stars For me to spread romance with this art Learn to channel this energy To be more profound within me Now I live these legendary dreams Meet my goals, levitate with my team Our subconscious fuels us to grow No longer do I want to be just a man Call me a Zulu Agur With passion, be sure to find the God in you too That's the Schwarza truth
the interview's over, unfortunately, but the episode isn't. Uh, we've still got five tracks to play you from the Ninja Tune stable. The first of which this time is Full TDL with Straight and Arrow, which is on Ninja Tune itself. DL. The second track is by Leatherette and it's called Featurette. third track this time is from Offshore with Slip.
that was Big Dada artist Offshore with Slip. Up next is from Brainfeeder, and this is Lapalux with Quartz. Next is Dell's with You Live in My Head. Dells, a previous podcast guest. If you like the sound of that, do check out that episode. It was a really good chat with him. And the track was called You Live in My Head. And uh, yeah, I'm afraid we're going to leave you there. I want to thank DK for his work producing. Um, I also want to thank Jesse uh, for coming in and having a chat and also to you for listening. So yeah, thanks and bye. <laughs>